Welcome everyone to the first episode of the Tapestry Podcast. Uh, this is super exciting for me to be able to do this, uh, to have this space to come on and share a bit of testimony. Um, and yeah, as you may have read somewhere, or this might be the first time hearing what the Tapestry is all about, it's basically a space to share our stories of faith and our testimonies with the aim of discipleship, disciple-making, um, and helping and encouraging others with our own stories and testimonies, and ultimately, through all of that, bringing glory to our God. It's a space where I'm going to be sharing a lot of my own testimonies, where by either through some devotions, like I will be today, um, through some poetry, uh, through just storytelling, maybe I'll share some snippets from you know, a few articles or books that I'm writing at the moment. And I'm also going to be getting on a lot of guest speakers, um, doing a lot of interviews with other people and just hearing their stories of faith, hearing their testimonies, how, you know, when they've been in difficult times, when they've been in, in times that weren't pretty or when their faith was being tested or when maybe they nearly gave up, how the Lord always came through for them and he always showed his faithfulness. Um, so yeah, it's just about providing the space uh, for the tapestry, you know, we're all a single thread in a grand tapestry that God is weaving. And, you know, being a single thread, we, we take many weaves and turns and we might not know, you know, the picture that we're weaving, but God knows the picture that he's weaving through us. He knows the grand design. He knows how it's all going to stitch together in the end. We might not see it. We might not know it, but he does. And there's a lot of trust and faith that we can, we can gain from that. And, our stories might not look pretty, um, but at the end of the day, it's all part of a grand design. And so, yeah, this first episode is titled House of Peace. And this is a poem that I wrote uh, a couple months ago on the back of a cell group session where we're looking at the fruits of the spirit, namely peace and sort of how it works in our life, how it feels. And just, yeah, starting introspection for myself of how I feel peace and what it means to me. And on the back of that, I wrote this poem, just trying to figure out, you know, what peace means in my life and how it looks and how I, I try to embody it. And also just a bit of a prayer, you know, on how, on for God to help me experience this peace a little bit more. I'm going to read through the poem and then we will go into a sort of a, a small time of devotion. I'll talk through how I wrote the poem, what it all means, what the certain sections all mean to me and the words that I'm using. Um, and share a little bit about my personal journey with peace. Because we're doing a poem today, it's going to be a really short testimony and more focused on the poem itself. Um, in other episodes, I might not share a poem and I'll just go straight into devotion or straight into a story um, and speak from that. But today is all about the poem and just centering the focus of the episode on that and a short devotion afterwards. So without further ado, let's get into the poem. Set my house upon a rock, a solid place of peace. Give me all your guarding angels, set them to watch over me. Stir my heart with a noble theme, as I write music by the fire. Hold me close in your gentle arms, and give me rest when I retire. Set your creatures all around, and fill the earth with flowers. Let the harp play undisturbed, for long and youthful hours. Set the roots of the oldest trees as deep as they are tall. Hear my prayers for sweet upon the earth, seeds of grace for all. Fill the store with wine and honey, let your harvest never cease. 
Let the taps overflow and set the table for the feast. Lord of my desires, my heart's one true companion, fill my house of peace with love. My God is ever welcome. All right, I hope you enjoyed the poem. It's one of my favorite ones. I initially started writing it as sort of a prayer. We had done that cell group session of of peace and sort of I was beginning to understand peace a lot of my life a little bit more um, and starting to feel what it is actually about. And it's been a, (laughs) my life hasn't been one of faith, you know, since I was, since the day I was born or from a young age. I sort of came into faith quite recently. Um, a few years ago, um, early in my 20s. And so peace is sort of a bit of a new fruit of the spirit that I'm diving into and starting to understand more and starting to recognize in my life a lot more. And so for those of you who don't know uh, Port Elizabeth too well, it's where I stay. Um, there's a place just outside just outside of town called Skinny's, which I go to very often. And there's a lovely sort of lookout point there. And I often drive out there and and get inspiration from from the spirit, and it's just quiet and and peaceful, and just the sound of the waves coming in. It's sort of a it's a good space of peacefulness. Um, however, it's not peace. Peace is not a feeling of peacefulness. It's uh, it's more of a deep seated, deep rooted um, experience. Almost, it's a it's a way of life. It's an identity that we that we're given through the spirit. It's not. A setting of peacefulness, um, but I found myself in this peacefulness, uh, watching the waves and and seeing them come in, and I just started to sort of pray. And I wasn't really sure of what I was going to to write down. I wanted to write something that day. I wasn't sure of sure what I was going to write down, and I just sort of started thinking and and asking the Lord to kind of show me a bit more what peace is. Um, to give me the right words to sort of start to describe it. Um, and just for peace, a prayer for peace. And that's sort of where the poem starts. It's it's a prayer for peace. It's, please set my house on a, on a rock of peace. Build me a house of peace. Create for me a space, an environment where you dwell, where your peace is. And let me live inside of this peace. And then I ask him to give me all of his guiding angels and set them to watch over me. And these are things that are already there. You know, when we come into loving the Lord, when we come into a relationship with him, he provides that place for us right off the bat. He has that seat, you know, prepared for you from the word go. Um, it's not something that we actually need to ask for. So sort of in asking for it, I'm sort of just recognizing it. I'm it's it's not something that I had looked into too much in my life, but just trying to say thank you, basically. If I acknowledge it, then it sort of makes it more tangible in my life, I suppose. Um, and it's easy to dismiss things. It's easy to dismiss the unseen things if we don't acknowledge that they exist. And so just acknowledging that he has actually prepared this place of peace for me already, and that this house of peace already exists, and that I can already go there and dwell there. And then, yeah, the second paragraph, stir my heart with a noble theme as I write music by the fire, hold me close in your gentle arms, give me rest when I retire. So this is all about rest, um, sort of trying to encapture the feelings of peace. Stir my heart with a noble theme is from Psalm 45, and that was set on me through a prophecy earlier this year. 
I feel that I, God has called me to writing, which, and I mean, podcast isn't writing, but um, necessarily, but I have to write a script for this and I have to write poems and, and uh, sort of the podcast was born out of an idea for a blog. But nevertheless, God has given me a heart for writing. Um, so Psalm 45 starts to stir my heart for a noble theme as a recite verses for the king. And that, that line always sits on my heart very heavy every day, and especially when I sit down to write. Um, and for me, I think there's nothing more peaceful than, you know, sitting by the fire or sitting on a cliff overlooking the ocean or setting myself in an environment of peacefulness and then praising the Lord. However, we don't actually need to go and find these places of peacefulness to experience peace. And that's, I think, the difference between peacefulness and peace is that you can experience this anywhere. You can experience it in the busyness of life. You can experience it at the workplace. You can experience it while sitting in traffic. You can experience it while sitting by the fire. I feel like being at peace and experiencing peace is being able to take this kind of um, scene that I'm describing, you know, sitting by the fire, holding me close in gentle arms, giving rest, taking that scene. And that's the feeling that you go with everywhere. It's almost the inner serenity that brings that with you and you take it with you. You know, your house is not a stationary place that you have to go to and find it somewhere. Um, Psalm 84 starts off with, How lovely is your dwelling place, Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. And this was written, you know, back in in the Old Testament where the dwelling place of the Lord was in the temple in Jerusalem. Um, and people had to go on this journey every Passover to the dwelling place of the Lord. However, through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ and through, you know, our our baptism with the Spirit, we are given this this gift of peace, this gift of being his dwelling place that we take with us, which I think is just amazing that like no matter where we are in the world, we get to experience this all the time. And yeah, so peace for me is not, you know, a place or a feeling of peacefulness. It's a peacefulness that re- that resides in us and we take it with us everywhere. And yeah, just going on, hold me closely in gentle arms. That's just about resting in, in God's protection. Um, almost like being held by a loved one, being held by your spouse or best friend or your parents or or someone that you love. You know, that feeling of security and and safety that you find when resting in someone's arms. I feel that that's that feeling that we take with us again. We are always being held by him. He's always holding us. He's always walking with us. You know, he never goes away and then comes back. He's always there. And you can rely on that and you can take that with you everywhere. And then moving on, um, set your creatures all around, fill the earth with flowers, let the harp play undisturbed for long and youthful hours. This is sort of envisioning this this scene or this house of peace and there's flowers all around and there's I'm writing verses by the fire and there's someone playing the harp and there's deer in the garden you know grazing on the grass and there's birds in the trees and just trying to create this feeling of peacefulness again that we take with us and then sort of going more into a bit of a prayer again set the roots of the oldest trees as deep as they are tall Hear my prayers for sweet upon the earth, seeds of grace for all. 
Um, so starting to shift a little bit away from myself and shift it towards everything around me. So while my house is built on deep foundations of peace, please, Lord, then go to those trees around me. Set their roots deep. Hear my prayers fall upon the earth. Let my words and my prayers be seeds of grace for all. Let my words not fall on deaf ears. Let this peace of mine not be a selfish thing. It's not something that's just for myself or that I can't impact the world around me. When I walk around through the world, I will take with me that peace and that peace will plant the seeds of faithfulness for others. And that's sort of a prayer there that I'm not going to be selfish in in this, um, which is sort of the whole idea behind the tapestry, you know, sharing my testimonies of faith and hoping that even if it reaches just one person in my whole lifetime, then that would be worth it, you know. And then the, this paragraph afterwards sort of builds on this idea of overflowing, letting your harvest never cease. My peace, you know, hopefully it, it creates wine and honey and beautiful things. And from that, there's a harvest that I can share, that I can set the table of this house and I can bring in other people and they can eat and they can, you know, be filled with the Holy Spirit um, through the peace that I am. I'm trying to carry around and trying to embrace and trying to embody. <laughs> I'm not doing it perfectly, you know. I don't, I'm not perfect by any stretch of the means, which is why this prayer is here. Yeah, please, Lord, help me in doing this. Please help me ensure that my table is always set, that the taps of my house always overflow, that I don't lock the door and that I don't hold back, and I don't close myself off to that, and that I let myself be filled, and let myself overflow into the world around me, and that I don't just leave my peace at home, but that I take it with me, and let that sow seeds of grace for everyone around me. You know, I'm not perfect. I don't do this well at all any day, but I try. You know, every day I wake up, and and I try and embody this, um, and the more I understand my own peace, the more I get a little bit better at it the more God shows me about how to do it a little bit better tomorrow. You know, the more I recognize it and the more I give thanks for it and the more I ask for for guidance and strength from the Lord to help me do it better tomorrow. I think, you know, the better we get at this. Yeah, this is this first episode is my first step in trying to do this. I'm trying to set the table and hopefully there's there's good food here and yeah, good food coming in the episodes that, that are gonna follow. And then the last Paragraph, Lord of my desires, my heart's one true companion. Fill my house of peace with love. My God is ever welcome. Basically a, a calling, a prayer, a, a yearning for him to never leave me, basically. It's he is my only true companion. No one else can can hold me in their arm. No one else can set my table as richly as he does. No one else can inspire me and motivate me. No one else can come into my house and fill it with love. Only he can. Everyone else falls short, but he can do this. And so this last paragraph is, please, Lord, help me in this. Don't leave me. Stay in my house. You are always welcome in my house, in my heart. You are always welcome here. I will always strive to make a place for you. And I know that he will never let me down. He will always be there. He will, <laughs> even if I do close the door, he will be banging away at it. Ask me to let him in. He won't leave me alone. And so I say to him, Lord, this is an open space. I invite you in always. There we go. That is House of Peace. Um, and the first episode done 
on the tapestry. I really hope that you all enjoyed it, that you all found some encouragement in in the poem and the testimony behind it. Um, and yeah, and just and just doing what I'm doing. As I say, I'm so, so excited that this journey is getting underway. Um, there's a lot more coming in terms of podcast space. There's also a lot happening over on my blog, The Tapestry. Um, there's also, you know, I'm starting to post a bit more on Instagram. I have never been very good at Instagram, um, but trying to get my get my words onto Instagram as well. So you can find me, find me there as well. And uh, yeah, I really hope that you all feel encouraged by this and it's in some small way, you know, even if I release a thousand more episodes, if one of them just, you know, encourages or touches the life of one person, that's worth it for me. You know, that's the point of the tapestry. It's about daily discipleship, sharing our stories, sharing our testimonies, walking this road of faith together, um, not being siloed in our own uh, in our own struggles and our own bubble, but embracing everyone else's stories around us and walking together as a family. Grace and peace be with you all, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.